What's going on? Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It is heard live every day from noon to three on WBT Radio in Charlotte. And if you want exclusive content like invitations to events, the weekly live stream, my daily show prep with all the links, become a patron. Go to thepetecalendarshow.com. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. Get every episode for free right to your smartphone or tablet. And again, thank you so much for your support. This is a big day. I'm not sure if you're aware of this or not. This is a pretty big day, not just because it's a uh, Wednesday. I mean, that is in and of itself a big deal. No, it's a big day because we are finally seeing Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself, um, acknowledge that the Steele dossier was a lie. I mean, they're not, they're not saying that, but they're, they're kind of saying that they're, and look, this is uh, this is a big step, you know, in the process. This is a big step to acknowledge that the thing is not what you originally believed it to be. Now, uh, they they are kind of being forced to, but not really. But they're kind of being forced to acknowledge that the Steele dossier that was used to destroy Trump's first term, um. And, you know, make it make everybody believe that he had paid these hookers to pee on a bed and all of this in Russia, whatever. Right. The, the whole Steele dossier, all of that stuff and the Alpha Bank hoax, all of that stuff. Right. They're they're finally acknowledging that that was a lie, but they're only doing it because they're kind of forced to in order to make an analogy. Which is more beneficial right now. One of the things you always got to keep in mind about relativists, and it doesn't matter what their political philosophy is, although it is basically the the philosophy of Marxism and the left here, which is relativism. Um, there's no, that there are no enduring universal truths, you know? So the, the, the relativist will use whatever is necessary at this moment, as far as ethics go or principles, they will, they will adopt whatever the argument or standard is required to win this particular argument. And then they will take the exact opposite position for the next argument even if it creates a conflict in their stated philosophy or principles. So, well, I mean, for example, with Marxism, it, it completely ignores human nature. It also relies on the, uh, the concepts of value as only the capitalist free market uh, model and philosophy uh, can, uh, can assign things, right? Without the concept of value, how do you value workers' value? How do you do that math, right? It's like, anyway, I'm getting, I'm not, I don't want to get onto the economic stuff, but the key here is that people on the left are now acknowledging that the Steele dossier was a lie. The reason they are doing it is because the, uh, the special attorney or special counsel, what are they, uh, prosecutor, whatever, Weiss, remember that guy, Weiss? He has charged confident, uh, confidential human source uh, one, as he's, uh, I think, as he's uh, named in the... Well, no, they actually do name him. His name is Alexander Smirnov. No relation to the vodka, so far as I know. They have charged him with lying to the FBI. He was the confidential human source that said he had the evidence of the bribery of the Bidens by... Ukraine, or by the Ukrainian company Burisma, I should say. 
Remember when the 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 FD ten twenty three form was first divulged? I've covered it. We've gone over the details of this thing, and remember Chuck Grassley like had to force the DOJ to acknowledge it was the the FBI wouldn't say nobody would say this thing even existed, and finally. They got it out in this confidential human source that the FBI had been paying and said was, you know, believable and trustworthy and all of this. And that confidential human source was saying all sorts of stuff about Burisma buying off the Bidens. And now that source, Alexander Smirnov, has been named and charged with lying to the FBI about this. Okay. Here is how the AP reported it the other day, and there was a development yesterday that I will get to. So first, an FBI informant has been charged with fabricating a multi-million dollar bribery scheme involving President Joe Biden, his son Hunter, and a Ukrainian energy company, a claim that is central to the Republican impeachment inquiry in Congress. Okay, that is not, by the way, central. That is not the only, I mean, there's there's the Chinese side of this equation, Right. I mean, Burisma and Ukraine is one of the parts. There are a bunch of other parts. Anyway, Alexander Smirnov falsely reported to the FBI in June of 2020 that executives associated with the Ukrainian energy company Burisma paid Hunter and Joe Biden $5 million each in 2015 or 2016, prosecutors said in an indictment. Smirnov told his handler that an executive claimed to have hired Hunter Biden to, quote, protect us through his dad from all kinds of problems. Prosecutors say that Smirnoff, in fact, had only routine business dealings with the company in 2017, which was a year or two after Smirnoff had claimed this knowledge of the bribery stuff. Now, I don't really understand, because they don't explain it in any of the filings or anything at this point, They don't explain why he would not have been told that these things happened when he first hooked up with them in 2017. Like maybe they told him in 17 about their actions in 15. I I don't know. Um, The judge ordered the courtroom cleared after federal public defender Margaret Whiteman Lambrose requested a closed hearing for arguments about sealing court documents. She declined to comment on the case. This occurred in Las Vegas. He is charged with making a false statement and creating a false and fictitious record. Prosecutors say that he had only his routine business dealings in 2017, and he made the bribery allegations after he had expressed bias against Joe Biden when Biden was a presidential candidate. Okay, so they're saying this guy didn't like Biden. The informant's claims have been central to the Republican effort, in which, by the way, Still dossier, right? Same motivation. No? See, this is how the left and the media, but I repeat myself, are using the Steele dossier. They're using it to say, oh, look at this. The Republicans fell for their own Steele dossier. Right? So that's an acknowledgement then that the Steele dossier was bunk. Right? But also what? Motivated by the same political animus. Slight difference. This is... uh, This is a confidential human source, a Ukrainian guy. He's apparently a Ukrainian and Israeli dual citizen. Um, So, and what did he do? He went to the FBI and he's 
he's he's pushing this info to his handler, which is different, don't you think? Different than say taking information that came from a political campaign, giving it to the FBI, and then having that having the FBI weaponized against that political campaign's opponent for three years. So other than that, I, yes, I these are identical cases, right? The informant's claims have been central to the Republican effort to impeach Biden. An attorney for Hunter Biden is expected to give a deposition later this month, said the charges show that the probe is based on, quote, dishonest, uncredible allegations and witnesses. The top Democrat on the House Oversight Accountability Committee, Representative Jamie Raskin of Maryland, called for an end to the impeachment inquiry. James Comer, the Republican uh, chairman of the committee, downplayed the importance of the informant who had figured centrally to the start of the probe. He says, to be clear, the impeachment inquiry is not reliant on the FBI's FD 1023 form. All right. Hey, maybe you have heard by now DraftKings Sportsbook is coming to North Carolina. It's coming soon, on March 11th to be exact. DraftKings is one of America's top-rated sportsbooks with same-game parlays, money lines, and props. The best features like odds boost and live betting and social betting groups where you can share your bets with your friends in real time. DraftKings is safe, it's secure, and reliable, and best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. And it all starts on March 11th. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and then place your bets on your favorite sports once it goes live. And again, it goes live on March 11th. And now here's the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 877-718-5543 or visit morethanagame.nc.gov. 21 plus, North Carolina only. Eligibility restrictions apply, subject to regulatory licensing requirements, and see terms at draftkings.com slash sportsbook slash nc. Alexander Smirnov, a longtime FBI informant with ties to Ukraine, had claimed to have proof of Joe Biden and his son Hunter accepting bribes from a Ukrainian oligarch. Republicans repeatedly touted Smirnov's claims in their quest to impeach the president. But last week, the Justice Department announced that it was charging Smirnov with making a false statement and creating a false record related to the bribery allegation. This is from Toriotin, Toriotin, at the New Republic, which is a lefty publication. Republicans' main witness in their efforts to impeach Joe Biden has already been charged with lying to the FBI. Now he has also admitted to having ties to Russian intelligence officers. All right, so you see where this is going, right? This is Russia collusion number two, right? This time it's personal. Like, this is the sequel. So the Democrats and the media, but I repeat myself, they're going to be pushing this narrative that this guy is proof that Vladimir Putin, despite in saying, you know, that he wants uh, Joe Biden to win. And he didn't exactly endorse Biden, but he said he would prefer Biden win. Um, but I guess we're not supposed to believe him on that. I'm not sure. Yeah. So whatever. I, mean, I guess as long as it redounds to the benefit of the Democrats, that, that like that should be that should be the guiding principle on all of these Questions. So uh, Putin says he wants Biden to win, but that doesn't matter. We really know the Russians want Trump to win. I have maintained for now eight years, the Russians just want chaos. That's what they want. They want us yelling and screaming at each other, accusing each other of all these bad things. That's what they want. 
they are stronger when we are weaker. Back to the Associated Press story. In the indictment, prosecutors said that Smirnoff had contact with Burisma executives, but it was routine and took place in 2017, not 2015. So that would have been after Obama and Biden had left office and when Biden would have had no ability to influence U.S. policy, which I don't agree with that assessment. Biden being a former vice president and a you know member of the Senate for a century and a half, um, like obviously he has influence. That's why people were still buying access to him, right? He still has the name. He has the contacts. He's, you know, uh, Obama's bud. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're selling something there, and there are no products or services available. So what is it? If convicted, or uh, sorry, Smirnoff uh, transformed his routine contacts in 2017 into these bribery allegations against public official one and business uh, businessman one who is the son of public official one so we know who they are right biden and uh, joe and hunter biden if convicted he faces a maximum penalty of 25 years the charges were filed by justice department special counsel david weiss who has separately charged hunter biden with firearm and tax violations but remember how that happened right that was they were dragged kicking and screaming to do it uh, to do the charges after the sweetheart deal collapsed when the judge asked hey what what's the deal with this this seems like you're giving him a free pass on any other crime he commits uh, is that what you're doing they're like uh uh, uh I, 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 that's not what we meant and then they had to redo the whole deal and it fell apart and so now the charges got filed a detention hearing was set uh, for yesterday because he was arrested at a Vegas airport after he arrived in the U.S. from overseas. So yesterday we get the detention hearing. And as part of that, the government files, I think it was like almost 30 pages or something, and I read through it uh, yesterday, uh, and they outline a lot of the the details about why they're accusing him of lying, Okay. Uh, So the first run at this story, though, from the lefty publications has been, as I read from the New Republic, their their position is, aha, the entire case against Biden is now over because this guy has been charged. This confidential human source that has been on the payroll of the FBI for years and that the FBI had deemed to be a solid source, right? And had filled out the FD-1023, the, 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 the FBI had filled out that form where it detailed the allegations from this source. That was a well-paid, well-trusted source for years. But aha, he was lying. And so, therefore, Biden did nothing wrong ever. That's the spin coming out of the legacy media outlets. However... That's assuming, by the way, that like that 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 it's true that he was lying, right? That the FBI is now uh, filing this case, or the U.S. Attorney Weiss and his office that they're they're filing these charges against Smirnoff, and that the charges are legit, which we don't know, right? Because all we have is Weiss telling us this, and you know, not for nothing, I'm a little skeptical of some of the stuff coming out of Weiss's office, just given the last 
couple of years here. Uh, but there's something else going on, which is the timing, the timing of this information. All right. Do the current world events have you wondering whether we are teetering on the edge of catastrophe? Are you concerned it's going to reach our shores? Okay. So what are you doing about your concerns? Let me help. Carolina Readiness Supply at carolinareadiness.com. Whether you're looking to expand your emergency preparedness supplies or you have no idea where to even begin, Carolina Readiness Supply can help you. Food, water purifiers, tools, first aid kits, instructional materials, camping and hiking supplies even. Because being prepared is just smart. Carolina Readiness Supply has 2,000 square feet of supplies and educational materials that you'll need for any kind of emergency. In Waynesville and always at carolinareadiness.com, veteran-owned Carolina readiness supply will you be ready when the lights go out email pete at the pete calendar show.com bob wants to know doesn't tony bobolinsky doesn't uh he corroborate the allegations of smirnoff uh bobolinsky um he was the one that had the email exchanges you know 10 percent for the big guy and all of that he was the one he was more involved with the chinese energy company not the burisma deal so, I mean, some, yes, yeah, some of the business practice, shall we say, <laughs> uh, does mirror the Smirnov allegations. But the Smirnov allegations, if he's lying, could have been modeled off of stuff that was already out there. Right. So this guy Smirnov makes his appearance yesterday at this uh, detention hearing and in the court filing. The government says that this guy cannot be trusted. He's a flight risk. He's going to take off. And they talk about he's got, you know, a couple million dollars squirreled away. um, And his girlfriend slash wife, they're not really sure because he refers to her as both, which, I mean, don't we all? Um, They, uh, (laughs) I'm just kidding. But the, the government's like, he's got dual passports. So, and he's an Israeli, uh, he's a, a dual citizen in Ukraine and Israel, and so he could totally just get an Israeli passport immediately. It's like five miles away from his house. The embassy is, and so he could just head on over there and get himself a new passport and get over to Israel, and then I guess, what, he can never be extradited or something? I don't know. Um, so they're they're afraid he's going to be a flight risk, and he's got millions of dollars, and his, his girlfriend slash wife has access to all of this money, so it looks like he doesn't have any, but he actually does. So that's what they were arguing yesterday. And in those papers, you see a lot of the details of how this uh, uh, around the the nature of the case that the DOJ is making against Smirnoff. So special counsel David Weiss, and this is, by the way, over at thefederalist.com in a piece by Margot Cleveland, who has been following this stuff for years. Um, and she is, uh, I believe she is, she comes from a legal background. Let me see here at the bottom. if she's Yeah, here it is. Uh, investigative journalist and legal analyst. Um, she's written in a bunch of different places. Uh, she is a lawyer and a graduate of the Notre Dame Law School, Notre Dame Law School, um, where she earned the Hoynes Privy, 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 whatever, the law school's highest honor. And then she served 25 years as a permanent law clerk for a federal appellate judge on the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals. Okay. Um, she says the unsealed indictment charging a longtime confidential human source with making false statements, this guy Smirnoff, uh, she says it, it wasn't Christopher Steele 
the human source who threw the country into turmoil for four years by peddling the steel dossier, fraudulent dossier. It was not Stefan Halper either, also a confidential human source, who helped further the Russia collusion hoax. He also wasn't the subject of the indictment. No, no, it wasn't even Rodney Joffe, also a confidential human source who sought to destroy the Trump presidency with the Alpha Bank hoax. No, uh, it was the confidential human source who on June 26, 2020, told his handler that the owner of Burisma claimed he had paid Hunter and Joe Biden $5 million in bribes in exchange for protection from being investigated by the Ukrainian prosecutor. Thursday's indictment revealed the name of that CHS, of that source, for the first time, Alexander Smirnov, and alleged that Smirnov's aforementioned statements, which were memorialized in the FD 1023 report, were false. Weiss's indictment presents a powerful case that Smirnov lied on June 26, 2020, when he told his handler that he had these conversations back in 2015 and 2016. An investigation by Weiss's team concluded that he did not meet the Burisma executives until March 1st of 2017. Okay, so like uh, two years later, meaning the earlier conversations could not have occurred. The indictment also references emails that established uh, the accurate timing of events because they were introductory. They're like, oh, nice to meet you, whatever. They also had travel records which contradict Smirnov's claims. All that evidence, the special counsel's office concluded, was sufficient to charge Smirnov with making false statements and creating a false record, the FD-1023. If Smirnov lied to his handler about these conversations, then the indictment is well-deserved. Not only did his alleged lies violate the federal criminal statute that prohibits false statements, but they also proved especially damaging to society as a whole by interfering in the House's impeachment inquiry, right? Because now Democrats are going to use this in order to uh, derail the process, right? They're going to say the whole thing is bunk. Everything is bunk, which I could also, and you're going to hold out all of the different possibilities. Uh, Is it possible that he lied in order for the lie to be exposed so as to debunk everything else and derail the entire investigation. The harm here is not merely that investigators wasted time chasing apparently false leads or that Hunter and Joe Biden suffered from Smirnov's false accusations, but also that Smirnov's lies may overshadow the unrelated and substantial evidence implicating Biden in a pay-to-play scandal, and that makes it more difficult to obtain justice, right? When you lie about crimes... You make it harder on the real ones to prosecute the real ones to get justice for the real victims. While the double standard is infuriating with regards to the Steele dossier and such, assuming the allegations against Smirnoff are true, charges are eminently justified. Also justified? Impeaching David Weiss, the U.S. attorney here. Updating a story we've been covering on this show for a while and, uh, You know, I go wherever the stories take us, and I don't know. Look, I don't know if this is going to be um, the the, the way this story ends with this guy Smirnoff having lied about his direct knowledge of the Burisma bribes. Don't know. If so, throw the book at him. If that's what happened, then throw the book at him because he dragged the country through this. Margot Cleveland 
says that would be justified if he lied. It's justified, obviously, but also justified is impeaching David Weiss, the special counsel. Thursday's indictment established that nobody in U.S. Attorney Weiss's office investigated Smirnov's claims. These are serious claims. And the indictment proves that nobody did a serious investigation against Hunter and Joe Biden until Chuck Grassley, U.S. Senator, released a copy of the FD-1023 last summer in July of 2023. It would be over a month later before FBI investigators would speak with Smirnov's handler about this FD-1023 form. And according to the indictment, it wasn't until this past September, almost October, that the FBI ever got around to even interviewing Smirnov. He made these claims years ago. Weiss's office knew about it. FBI knew about it. Everybody knew about it. That timeline confirms the incompetence of Weiss in handling the investigation into Hunter Biden because in October of 2020, Weiss's Delaware office received a, quote, substantive briefing regarding the FD-1023. They were briefed on it. Three years ago, they were briefed on it. And the guy, uh, remember, at the time, uh, in, in, in right before the 2020 election, then Attorney General William Barr told the Pittsburgh U.S. Attorney Scott Brady of the bunch fame, uh, told him, screen the evidence related to Ukraine. Last year, Brady testifies before the House Judiciary Committee about that screening process, talked about how his team had handled the FD-1023 form, right, gave an update to Congress. He told them that the Pittsburgh FBI office was trying to corroborate anything they could that was in the FD-1023. But he said his office lacked the authority to use a grand jury for their screening process. Okay? So it, they were hamstrung. They couldn't they couldn't get subpoenas and stuff like that, right, for various things. So Brady's team succeeded in obtaining travel records on Smirnoff, and then they, quote, interfaced with the handler about certain statements relating to travel and to the meetings he was having to see if they were consistent with the handler's understanding. Okay, so they they tried their best to corroborate this stuff and what they were able to identify, according to this U.S. attorney, Brady, that it was consistent with the FD-1023 statements. It did not appear he was lying. So they're like, okay, this stuff seems to track. Um, Smirnoff is a longtime source for the FBI. The FBI considers him to be highly reliable. By the way, the indictment against him confirms this. Talking about his length of service and how the government authorized Smirnoff to commit various crimes while operating as a source. Like, they don't let you do that unless you've got a good track record, you know? Like, you don't get to be criming all over the world with the blessing of the U.S. government unless you have some, you got some juice, you know? Brady told the House Judiciary Committee, quote, it was found that it was not sourced from Russian disinformation. Right? So they said it was found 
to not be sourced from the Russians. So did they mess up? Were they lied to? Were they deceived to come to that conclusion? When his team finished screening the FD-1023 and other evidence related to Ukraine, the Pittsburgh assistant U.S. attorney briefed Weiss's office, told him about all the evidence they had, explained how they had screened it, and, and told David Weiss and his team, they were like, look, there is some indication of credibility. You guys need to investigate this stuff further because you can do this. You've got the authority to do this stuff that we didn't. And again, this was a couple years ago. The indictment on Thursday suggests that the Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office sat on the F, uh, the FD-1023 for almost three years. Three years, which is precisely the same pattern that they exhibited with the Hunter Biden prosecution as well, right? With the tax evasion charges, where they ran out the clock on the most egregious tax evasion because there's a statute of limitations. And by foot dragging, as long as they did, that the earliest year where Hunter Biden didn't pay taxes, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth, right? That rolled off. They could no longer go after him, even though the IRS investigators were like, you need to go after him. You need to get these back taxes, hundreds of thousands of dollars. And they slow walked it. And then there's something to do with this uh, this judge out there that they used. I think his name is Estrada. This His first case was the Hunter Biden tax evasion case. And they waited for him to get the appointment before they went to him. Or no, he wasn't the judge. He was the U.S. attorney. And then he was like, I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to get involved in it. So. Like, I'm not totally confident in the Weiss operation and their ability to tell me what is true and what is not, right? Them filing charges against people, like, to me, like, okay, good to know. Not really sure if you're telling the truth, though. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but this is the position I've been put in given your past performance, right? And you only did this after Chuck Grassley released a copy to the public. All right, that'll do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I could not do the show without your support and the support of the businesses that advertise on the podcast. So if you'd like, please support them too and tell them you heard it here. You can also become a patron at my Patreon page or go to thepetecalendarshow.com. Again, thank you so much for listening and uh, don't break anything while I'm gone. 